If you're a real estate professional and with all the mess that's going on in America today, interest rates, Powell, three quarters of a basis point, valuation drop and inventory going up. Oh, my God. What's going to happen to real estate? But Pat, I am not leaving the industry like the scene from Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving. They can't make me leave. That's you. Today's video is for you. Okay, so point number one, during this season, the bottom 80% is going to get destroyed. The top 20% is going to be okay. The top 1% won't even feel it. So what can you do to be in the top 1% of your industry? I'm at a comedy show with Maz Jabrani. It's Father's Day. My, my wife, my family invites me. We go there. Maz is speaking. He's doing his part. This is the second time I'm watching him. I brought him back to us six years ago. And he gets up and he says he's talking to his agent during COVID. There's nothing going on. He's in LA. Everything's been shut down, right? There is no work. There is no comedy shows. There's no touring. They're not doing movies. How do I make money? His agent says, Maz, I don't care what you do. Every day, create one piece of content. And all you do, whether you're getting paid or not, create one piece of But I'm not getting paid. It doesn't matter. Create a piece of content every day. So what does Maz do? He says, all right, whatever. I'll listen to my agent, my manager. He starts creating a piece of content. Next thing you know, boom, one goes viral. Boom, another one goes viral. Boom, another one goes viral and people are calling him. Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Hey, can you do a Zoom comedy? Can you do that? And then now afterwards, because of all the videos and all the eyeballs that he got, people are saying, oh my God, that's Moss. I saw him clip on this. I saw this. I saw that. I saw that. He increases market value. So when COVID was done, boom, the demand went up. Same as you. Today, for you, is a great opportunity to create unique content talking about current times. And the way I would do this in the following way. Think about how currently customers feel about real estate. Make those fears, make those anxieties, make those concerns that they have, and create a video speaking to them. Then create videos with realtors that are concerned, fears that they have, concerns that they have, and talk to them. And not in a fake way of saying, it's, you know, real estate, don't believe the BS, don't believe this, don't believe that. No, some of it is real. We gotta have a real conversation together. The more sincere, the more real you're gonna be at a time like this, when there's nothing else to do than create content, you're gonna get eyeballs. So when the market comes back up, everyone's gonna say, that real estate professional, I saw him so many times on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, I wanna talk to that guy. Today's sponsor is Masterworks. Matter of fact, I really like what Masterworks does because a lot of people can't afford to buy a whole art piece for $2 million. What Masterworks does is they buy the art piece, they file it with the SEC, then members are able to buy and sell shares. That's what they do. Now, keep in mind, you know, this is like you can't buy all of Apple for $2.5 trillion, but you can buy an Apple stock for a few hundred dollars. Similar story. One thing you need to know about how much wealth is being held in art today is an estimated $1.7 trillion. Millionaires, billionaires have held their wealth in art. Deloitte says it's going to increase another $900 billion by 2026. What Masterworks does is the last five paintings they sold since 2017, their average rate of return was 26.8%, and contemporary art prices have outperformed S&P 500 total return, ready, by 164% the past 26 years. So if this is something you want to take advantage of, we're going to put the link below. There is a waiting list for people that are trying to get into this program with Masterworks, but because you're part of Valuetainment, if you click on the link below and you go through Valuetainment, you will skip the waiting list and you'll be able to start buying and selling shares immediately. Point number two, don't let fear immobilize you. When I was working at Morgan Stanley Dean Witter, was my first day was 9-10, a day before 9-11. When 9-11 hit, we're at the office. Dave Kirby sends everybody home. We come back the next day, 9-12, and the look on everyone's face 
was unbelievable. Our headquarters goes on our World Trade Center, 3,600 employees, and Dave says, guys, whatever you do, pick up the phones. Don't be afraid of the phones. The guy in the corner office making 700K a year was afraid to pick up the phones because everybody was calling him. So every day that went by that he didn't pick up the phone and contact his customers, somebody else did and they left them. During a time like this, a lot of times realtors are afraid to call their existing people that they sold or existing customers. This happens in every industry, by the way. Stockbrokers, doesn't matter who you are. This applies to every industry. You do the opposite and pick up the phone and get right into it. Hey John, hey Mary, how are you? Look, in the industry, one of the biggest challenges, most realtors are not calling their clients. I'm calling you right now to ask you, how you feeling? How are things? How you think about what's going on with the economy right now? Do you have any questions for me? And you process it with them. That customer is going to get off the phone saying, wow, what a courageous guy. What a tough guy. Because if there's one reputation many realtors have, if they were men, they're known for being one night stand professionals. They sell a house and they never call the customer back because they got their commissions. We've all experienced this before. This is the wrong time to treat your customers that way. It's, it's always a wrong time to treat them that way, but this is definitely the wrong time to treat them that way. Pick up the phone, call them. Point number three, when COVID happened, everybody was afraid. We had no clue what was gonna happen. All the insurance companies were like, oh my God, the first thing clients are gonna cancel is their insurance policies. What are we gonna do? We, we gotta get a hold of these guys. We gotta get out. How are we gonna handle this stuff? I went to the home office. I had a meeting. I said, guys, here's what we're doing. What are we doing? We are sending $5 gift cards to all our customers. What do you mean? We're sending $5 gift card, Amazon cards, to our customers. Pat, that's a big cost. I totally get it. But we're gonna send a $5 gift cards to our customers. Pat, that's in the tens of that. I understand. But we're gonna send these $5 gift cards to them and just say the following line. You ready? What is it? I just wanted to tell you, in strange economy like this, I value loyalty and I value a customer that appreciates what we do for them. Just wanted to say thank you and enjoy a cup of coffee on us with a $5 Starbucks card. So imagine you're a customer of ours. COVID hits. You're already afraid. You're worried. No one's calling you. No one wants to talk to you because they're afraid you're going to cancel something. And meanwhile, I get a $5 Starbucks card from you. I'm like, what? Hey, babe, take this $5. Go have a cup of coffee. But look, look who just saw me. That's unbelievable, babe. Look who sent me a card. No way, yeah. Babe, I was about to cancel the policy. Yeah, babe, we could do it. Babe, pff, what an, oh, nobody else did that. Let's keep the policy. If you're in real estate, this applies to everything. If you're in real estate, specifically your loans, everybody that's ever bought from you, everybody that's been your customer, send them a letter with a gift in it saying, I just want to say thank you. I value your relationship a lot. Hope all is well and don't ask for nothing. Just give it to them and see what happens with their reaction. Because they'll remember that three months, six months, 12 months, 24 months from now. Okay, so these next three are not gonna be comfortable, so brace for impact and set your ego aside for a second and just, just talk to me here. Point number four, you ready? If you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of cash and you didn't save a lot of money, maybe you were making 200 a year, 300 a year, but you were really spending money and you thought the market was gonna stay like that forever and you're in a bad situation, don't let your ego get too big for you to not get a part-time job or Uber at night to make some money to pay your bills. We've all done this, I did this. Just so you know, when I first left Bally's and I started working at Morgan Stanley Dean Witter and then I went and became an independent financial advisor, Sirius 766, 3126 Life and Health, and the market tanks is like the worst time to leave your job 
and that's what happened to me. I left at a time like that. Behind closed doors, guess what I'm doing? I'm the morning manager at Valley Total Fitness, opening clubs at four o'clock. I'm selling shirts on the corner of Reseda and Nordoff, right next to CSUN. I would buy shirts at $2 a pop and sell it for 15 bucks a pop. That's what I would do to pay my bills during bad times because I was very comfortable. And by the way, I would go to the clubs on Saturdays and CSUN was like the main university that most of my friends went to. And guess what guys would say? Hey, Patrick, you look really good. I said, what do you mean I look really good? I got a freaking shirt on. He says, yeah, I saw you on the corner of Reseda on Nordoff without a shirt on selling shirts. I said, well, I was in shape. I was like freaking chiseled. I'm like, dude, whatever it takes to sell some shirts, I'm gonna make some money right now. There was no Uber back then. There was no Amazon dropship. There was none of that stuff. I'm selling shirts. Fast forward, 20 years later, I'm doing very good financially, but I was not afraid of me being on the corner of a street selling shirts to make money to pay my bills. Set your ego aside because the current times are real and it affects your industry. Set that ego aside. If you gotta do Uber, if you gotta get a part-time job, if you gotta get a license in another industry to make some money during this time because you're not going away from real estate, go do it. Point number five, this is also a tough one. You ready? What's beneath you? What is beneath you? What do you mean what's beneath me? What's beneath me? No, not like that, like what's beneath you? What's beneath you? Like, do you realize I'm the real estate guy that's on brochures and everybody in my city knows who I am. I go to the Chamber of Commerce, they know me by this name. I have this nickname, I have this brand. I got you, what's beneath you? At a meeting upstairs two days ago, and I'm talking to my sales guys, the consultants, and I asked everybody, I said, what do you think is beneath me? Everybody's staying quiet, look, what do I tell Pat? I said, if I walk into the building and I see trash on the floor, I'm the CEO of the company, is it beneath me to pick it up? The room was 50-50, so why shouldn't I pick it up to my building? Is it beneath me to keep the building clean? Is it beneath me to go around and talk to people and say hello? Is it beneath me to talk to a person that's doing camera and talk to them like we're regular people? Or am I supposed to be superior around everybody? So what's beneath you, Mr. Realtor, Mrs. Realtor? Is it beneath you to do one thing that realtors don't wanna sell? Let's talk about it, you know what that is? If you're used to selling an $800,000 house and you make 6%, whatever, you make 50% on that 3%, $24,000, or you make 3%, you make 50% on that $12,000, you're like, Average thing I sell, I make $10,000 commission, $20,000 commission, $30,000, whatever your number may be, $5,000 if you're in Toledo, $30,000 if you're in New York City. You know what no one wants to do today that a lot of people are doing? A lot of people are renting, a lot of them. And you can do 12-month leases, 24-month leases. And you know how this works. In the real estate industry, if you do a 12-month lease or a 24-month lease, you get paid typically two different ways. Either the first month's lease is paid to you by the rentee, the one that's owning the property, or you get 10% commission, so let's do the math. If it's $5,000 a month times 24 months, that's $120,000, 10%, still $12,000. Or if it's $5,000 a month, they just give you the first rent, that's $5,000. Don't be the person that's just chasing the $800,000 house, the $2 million house, the $3 million house. Go out there and be willing to lease. Why? Because when you do so many leases and rents, you build a pipeline that when the economy comes back up two years from now, all these people that you did leases for and rents for, guess what? You're gonna come back and help 20% of them, 30% and buy a house. Next thing you know, three years from now, you make $500,000. Make $600,000 because you're thinking that way on what's gonna happen. So ask the question from yourself. What is beneath you? Do not be too cool to go sell what you're not supposed to sell because the cool people don't do that. Go do a lease if you have to, especially during times like this.
Point number six, look at your expenses. Go print out all your statements of your credit cards and go through it one by one by one. What's this $24.99 every month I pay? Oh, cancel Spotify, cancel uh, Pandora. What is this one here? Why do we have all these five different uh, platforms? Babe, we're canceling, which one do we like? Let's just keep Netflix, let's just keep Hulu. Great, we're canceling the rest of them, awesome. What is this $22.99 a month? What's this $200? We can't eat out anymore. We're eating out three times a week. We're gonna do once a week, okay? We're eating out three times a week. We're not gonna do, we're not gonna eat out at all. Or this expense here, why am I paying for this thing? I'm gonna get rid of this car. I'm gonna go get a $800 month lease instead of a $2,200 month lease. Look at your expenses. It's basic, you know this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know about, but grab your statements from all your credit cards, of your check cards, and one by one by one by one by one, cancel whatever you're no longer using and have a conversation with your spouse or your by yourself conversation with yourself saying moving forward, I'm not buying this, I'm not buying that, I'm not doing this. I'm going on a diet with my uh, expenses because I'm gonna tighten it up. It may be three, six, 12, 24 months, but if you gotta do that, you gotta do that. Point number seven, it's very simple. Serve, serve, serve. What do you mean? Anywhere you can go serve, your community. In the movie Gladiator, when Maximus is asking the owner, saying, hey, you, you used to be a gladiator, you were a slave, now you're free, what happened to you? He says, you win the crowd, you win your freedom. The way you win your city, be the mayor of your city, you. Go win some votes. Go have big voter turnouts for you. Go do whatever you can in your community to serve. Let them see your face everywhere serving. Kids, coaching, relationships, whatever you can. Let people fall in love with you as a person because you serve, you serve, and you serve, and people remember that. I remember that. When I see how a coach treats my son, I go out of my way to help that person because that guy served me and my family. I got your back when it comes down to you needing something from me. Specifically, if you're in real estate and you want me to buy something from you, if I'm selling, you will have a little bit more of an edge than the other guy that disappeared for two years. Now he shows back up looking all proper, saying, hey, I'm back, how's everything? I'll miss you, everything good? What happened last two years when it was shitty? You never called me. This guy was right there helping me out. You were not. Kind of like this guy more than I like you. I'm gonna do business with him. That's how business works all the time, just so you know that. So serve, serve, serve. Point number eight, that's a hard one to do, but an easy one for those who got big plans. Think long term. Any business you do, short term things are gonna go wrong. Marriage, short term you're gonna have problems. Kids, short term you're gonna have problems. Health, short term you're gonna have problems. Finances, short term there's gonna be problems. Anything you do in your life, there's gonna be problems you're gonna have that's gonna be short term. But if you're thinking long term, and you make your moves based on thinking long-term poise, it's all gonna work itself out. You make better decisions than panicking because all you're thinking about is short-term. So you have to say, I, he would sit there and I would say, short-term, do I really wanna sell these shirts on the corner here? No, man, I hate doing this stuff. Long-term, it's all gonna work itself out. It's gonna be a story I'm gonna tell one day and people are gonna laugh about it and they're not gonna believe it. Short-term, do I really wanna go out there and wake up at 3.30 to go open, a, open up the club at Bally's at 4 a.m. to make 7.25 an hour? Yeah, I don't wanna do that. Long-term, I'm gonna tell this story to my kids when one day they don't wanna do it. Short term, it's gonna suck. Long term, everything's gonna work itself out. Having said that, I got two videos I want you to watch to help you out during a time like this, but before I do that, look, everything to me is affirmations, and I'm a guy that constantly says, future looks bright when nothing's going my way, so we created the future looks bright hats, where on the side it says future looks bright, here it says future looks bright, it's a limited edition Vitamin hat that we created with these logos. You can get it in black with white. You can get it in all black, white and black or red and black. We had a guy out of Michigan that ordered one for himself, then he ordered three. 
Then you ordered 58 for everybody at his office because everyone said, I want a Future Looks Bright hat. We're selling these like hotcakes. If you haven't yet bought one, click here to order your own Future Looks Bright hat or all four of them. And by the way, some limited editions ones are coming out as well here soon, but go get your Future Looks Bright hat. The other video I want you to watch at a time like this is a video I did a few years ago titled Customer Service versus Customer Experience. If you've never seen that, click here to watch that. And I may even plug another one here titled The Art of Getting Referrals. If you wanna get better at getting referrals, click on this link over here as well. Take care everybody, bye-bye.